Hi, and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily Podcast, where I, your host, Mario De Cristofano, will talk to you about life as a delivery manager. We'll talk about strategy, tactics, things to do, not to do, and wrap all that up in a way which makes sense. This is an attempt at a daily series of podcasts which are released across wherever you get your podcasts from, and an occasional YouTube video version with bonus content, should you want that. If you want to get in touch or get involved with the podcast, or maybe even be a sponsor, get in touch via Twitter at DM underscore daily, or check out the blog, mariosblog.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily. This is about episode 40. 40? Crikey. Recording this today live from my hot, hot office in Nottingham. It is absolutely baking. 28 degrees, says Alexa. Uh, It's Sunday the 25th of June, 11.56. Let's go. And I wanted to talk today about the skills that I think consultancies need in 2023. And if you're a consultant or you're a delivery manager in particular, actually, the types of additional bolt-on skills that I'll think you'll need in 2023. And this is a conversation that came about for a couple of reasons. I've been doing work with groups of uh, what we call capability leads that look after folk of the same discipline. So business analysts and software engineers and QA and testers, etc. And also, I've had a chat with a colleague that wants to move from a completely different field into delivery management. And what I've noticed working with delivery managers and looking at what our clients and my own clients on the side in terms of projects are looking for and the state of transformations within the industry, a delivery manager has to be so much more than just a Gantt chart pusher or agile scrum master. And I wanted to talk of the half dozen things that I think delivery managers could do well with thinking about in 2023. One of the things I've been reading on uh, a McKinsey blog, uh, I'm citing them a lot, I'm not paid by them, Um, but it's a really good article around developing your personal proposition for the business. And we talk in the consultancy world, the models needing to be T-shaped because the idea is that um, as well as having a depth of knowledge in a single area, Um, you can also talk broadly across many areas. Now, that's not to be confused with being a bullshitter, which is the bane of consultancy, in my opinion. But actually, it's more hate-shaped, where you're expected, or it's ideal, to have maybe um, a few skills, a few arrows in your quiver. Um, So there's a lot of overlap with technical skills. So if you're a delivery manager, you'll be expected to have lots of business analyst type skills. If you're a business analyst, there's a lot of crossover into delivery management and project management, for example. So that kind of crossover is up to you as a delivery manager to maybe find a sweet spot of where you can develop your skills and personal proposition to the business outside of just being a delivery manager or just being a scrum master. So in this episode, we're going to talk about if you're a delivery manager, the kind of additional things you might want to know about or think about in some detail uh, for 2023 and beyond. If you go and read my previous blog posts on Lean or go and watch on YouTube, I think where I've done a little bit on Lean and what Lean is, um, one of the things that I think delivery managers really need to be uh, cognitive of is value stream mapping or VSM. Now, if you're lucky enough to have a good BA on your team or a good BA or two, they'll probably do this work for you. Or often a service designer will also do this type of work. But as a delivery manager, it's really important that you're able to look at a business and understand where the value streams are. In short, and this blog post, this blog post, this 
podcast isn't really to talk about that. There's a previous podcast on Lean and a blog post on mariosblog.co.uk, but it's basically looking at an organization and understanding the trigger of events that release value. So it's also being able to articulate that and visualize that particular value stream and look at where you may want to make efficiencies or cost savings. Efficiencies, it could be through automation, it could be through adding people, cost savings, it could be taking people away or removing that process in particular entirely because it can be uh, done elsewhere in the value uh, stream itself. Uh, there's numerous techniques and ways of doing it and I talk about that elsewhere but as a delivery manager I think it's really important that you understand value stream mapping and being able to recognize and think quite deeply about value streams and things like process time and the cost and the time to make a decision within an organization especially if you're in these meaty transformational projects. What I often find is delivery managers fall short in this analytical area and rely on BAs or service designers but I think it's really a skill that you need to think about getting really good at. In the blog on mariosblog.co.uk, there's always further reading in each section that I list out. So just check the link and there'll be some kind of uh, post about it that you can read about in more detail. But value stream mapping, I think, is really important. The next one is kind of modern software delivery techniques that are taking advantage of artificial intelligence. Visual Studio uses Copilot, which is this component that allows it to kind of finish off your code based on your comments and uses AI to write um, bits of code to develop functions or capability and you can augment it with yourself to create code quickly and that's Copilot, but also using AI to generate code in its own right, whether that's ChatGPT and having to play around with ChatGPT, but also um, some of the innovations that are happening in AI ops. So I'm currently working on building an artificial intelligent operating model with an aim of kind of showing at a glance how businesses might want to leverage AI and the types of conversations they might want to have with consultancy firms. And I'm going to publish that soon on Mario's blog. But I really do think as a delivery manager, you really need to understand a little bit about AI ops and how AI is used now when it comes to software development. The next thing is kind of compliance and assurance, and it's something that's often really missed as a skill and left to the compliance and assurance folk. But as a delivery manager, I think it's important to have those skills so you can start to think about it right from the start of the project. So we're starting to see because of cost sprawl and we're kind of in this pinch with the economy again at the minute and we're on a little bit of a downturn. Shadow IT, which is the notion of kind of bootstrapping kind of solutions under someone's desk and bringing in kit to to do something that the IT policies at your workplace don't let you to do, but then you end up requiring support anyway because they're connected to the company network, all that kind of stuff. That shadow IT seems to be back with a vengeance. I've talked to probably three or four clients over the past six months in my own little private consultancy, and they're, they're spinning off little systems on the side, running power apps to build bits of functionality because they're sick of waiting for funding and decision making from their C-level suite so they're rolling their own the problem with that is it ultimately ends up needing to be um, 
sort of retired and when you find it during a transformation project and we talk about value stream mapping a couple of points ago um, and you start to look at where the inefficiencies are it's because Dave in accounts is rolling his own automation software using power apps to build out functionality because he's tired of dealing with spreadsheets great for Dave um, but bringing the uh, organization into disarray when the consultants come along and start to unpick all of this undocumented technology so as a consultant, it's probably really important that you understand the compliance and assurance of the project and the thing that's being built or the service that's being built or delivered by you or your consultancy firm. And how are you going to secure it and how are you going to make it compliant, thinking about governance and industry regulation for that particular client and baking it in throughout the project and ensuring that the sprints have enough time per sprint to think about this kind of stuff rather than getting it really really wrong or thinking about it at the end whether it's security assessments whether it's an ai project and you've got to think about how data is being used data security and assurance is a real big one so understanding what is personally identifiable information, PII, doing things like DPIM assessments and ensuring that the client is doing the right thing with its data where it's hosted, what region is that compatible with its governance and assurance policies for its customer. As a delivery manager, I think it's really important that you start to think and understand all of that. The next one is everything as a service, which you're starting to see uh, noted as XAAS. So it's just basically everything now is becoming a service, whether it's the platform, whether it's the infrastructure and anything else than the software that sits on top of it. You'll, of course, heard of SaaS. So the notion of kind of everything as a service is just following on with this kind of each client that I've worked with recently is just continuing to kind of offload stuff into the cloud uh, using third-party applications and kind of using AI-driven service to kind of automate and speed up what they do. So they're doing that more now, I'm starting to see, than upskilling their internal employees. So um, it's really important, I think, that when you go into projects as a consultant, you're aware of kind of the landscape of what's possible with automation and desktop automation tools and enterprise automation tools like UiPath or Blue Prism and starting to see how um, how clients are using that technology. There was a huge dynamics engineer shortage probably six, eight months ago. I'm not really sure if it's still there, but uh, I know it was really problematic at the time uh, for clients wanting dynamics engineer work done. Um, and it's still a requirement, right? In the cloud services that companies can leverage is a real big thing. So as a delivery manager, make sure you're aware of the ecosystem, who all the big players are, and that you understand the notion of everything as a service. We talked about security and governance, and, and from that data, data is really important that you understand too, right? So... Um, every project that I've been involved in over the last six to eight months has involved data. It's been building a data platform. It's been ingesting data. And what's been interesting for me is understanding how engineers stand up a data lake in Amazon or Azure and how they tier and rank and sort and filter the data as it's ingested before you apply kind of um, sort of logic and uh, AI and data science to it to be able to create some form of actionable insight on that data which is what the client wants so understanding data is really important and what I did was I spun up some free tier services in Azure and I brought in some data from a spreadsheet and that actually used to power an app that I'm writing or have pretty much written in power apps 
uh, on the sustainability stuff, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, uh, and is a slight separate thing too. Um, but as a delivery manager, thinking about kind of understanding the life cycle of data, whether it's the size, the cost to send that data, the cost to host that data, how data lakes work. The, the, the chap that I was speaking to wants to be a DM. I've advised that he does some cloud fundamental certification, whether that's the AZ900 from Microsoft or the equivalent AWS fundamentals. Um, just making sure that you are aware as a delivery manager the life cycle of data and how it will impact your project as it's really important, really prevalent, and we're going to see more and more of it as we start to leverage AI in the next few years. And then finally, one that's close to my heart for all kinds of reasons, but sustainability. As a delivery manager, you're going to be challenged by clients who will have in turn a sustainability policy, and they will want to show some kind of commitment towards that. Now, at the technical level, if you're running stuff in the cloud, uh, there's various sustainability APIs from all the major cloud vendors that will allow you to do things like run cloud compute workloads at optimized times to make sure that you can save money and it will show you on a graph on a, some form of kind of sustainability dashboard, um, the carbon that you've saved by running that workload at the optimized time rather than the time that you wanted to. And that's all relatively straightforward because the technology does it. What I've been looking at recently is the carbon cost of the teams and the carbon cost of the person sitting in the seat. And ultimately, the vision is to give the client an, a cost estimation, but also a carbon estimation. I think that'd be really smart. So any delivery managers that are thinking about sustainability, that are thinking about the carbon cost of, whether that's um, working hybrid, working fully remote, working on the client side, and really understanding, if you're managing Scrum teams, the cost of that. Now, there's a couple of real good resources that I recommend you read. Firstly, there's my own blog that charts my learning of this sustainability journey. So this is actually on Medium. So if you go to medium.com forward slash Mario De Cristofano or search for me on Medium, you will see my sustainability articles. But also, one of the challenges that I found was the authoritative kind of data to, to kind of make it easy to understand what a printer uh, costs in terms of carbon when it's used or what a microwave costs uh, when it's used, etc. And CO2 of everything, so if you Google CO2 of everything, I think it's .com, um, it's a great resource that pretty much lists out all these costs for you in carbon and then you can put a calculation tool together to be able to work it out for yourself. Now I'm kind of wrapping that into a calculation tool that I'm hopefully going to release later in the year that if you're a delivery manager you can kind of download and not only as you plan your project you can start to think about the carbon cost of that and make decisions based on that which I think is really smart for the client and probably really smart for the consultancy firm that you work for because you can show that kind of thought around sustainability. So they're the kind of half dozen things I think in 2023 a delivery manager needs to uh, know and know relatively deeply about and have an opinion about, right? So just to summarise, value stream mapping and the ability to do that. Understanding how AI is being integrated into modern software development techniques. Compliance and assurance, it's often missed, so I really recommend delivery managers have some knowledge and understanding of that. The notion of everything as a service as we adopt more and more cloud and cloud service models sustainability and data 
So they're kind of the six or seven things that I think as a delivery manager you need to know about outside of just Scrum and backlogs and all that kind of stuff. So really have a think about that if you're wanting to be a delivery manager or you're coming in from kind of a different kind of world, even entirely different technology. Uh, I'm working and interviewing a lot of people that want to be delivery managers, but there's a lot of work, I think, going into this stuff that isn't covered in a typical kind of project management course and being a delivery manager in 2023 is a lot more than just managing a backlog thanks for listening this has been the delivery manager daily i'm your host mario de cristofano reach out to me on twitter at mario dc and i'll talk to you again very soon